The co-chairs of the House Cybersecurity Caucus, Representatives Jim Langevin and Michael McCall, have commended the firm stance taken by the United States in opposition to a new telecommunications treaty approved by the World Conference on International Telecommunications in Dubai that the U.S. and other Western nations contend would boost efforts to stifle Internet freedom around the world. Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of GovInfo Security and Information Security Media Group. And to discuss the security and privacy implications of the Telecommunications Treaty, I'm pleased to be joined again by Rhode Island Democratic Representative Jim Langevin. Welcome, Congressman. Thank you, Eric. Great to be with you. You say the Telecom Treaty the U.S. opposes would result in a significant setback for anyone who believes free expression is a universal right. How so? Well, the Internet is, is a free and open architecture. Uh, freedom is really the cornerstone of, uh, of the Internet, freedom of communication. And uh, unfortunately, what happened at the World Conference on International Telecommunications is designed to, I believe, uh, stifle that, that freedom and restrict communications and, and really used by author- authoritarian governments to um, really crack down Internet usage and the type of communication that takes place. I was very disappointed in the, in the outcome, and, but very pleased the United States and other Western nations did not support what they were trying to do. So, for example, nations under this treaty could disrupt I- Internet coverage within their country, stifling uh, protests. That's exactly right. This is clearly a, a failed attempt to try to uh, stifle communication, especially where we've seen in some parts of the world a wave of revolution take place because people are thirsty, just hungry for democracy. And they were able to coordinate and communicate on an unprecedented level. And that's something that totalitarian regimes clearly don't want to see. And some of the, the worst offenders, whether it's on human rights or pro-democracy movements that they've tried to stifle, they made a, an attempt and in some ways have succeeded in being able, being able to bifurcate the Internet and being able to really uh, rein in controls, of uh, put in place controls that are going to limit freedom of discussion and freedom of speech. So how would the treaty threaten Internet security and privacy? Well, certainly the, the, the bifurcation is, a, is an issue that threatens that security. The Internet is primarily based on the idea of no or just very small, you know, any kind of government controls or involvement. I always think that the government, any government should have the lightest touch possible when it comes to regulating the Internet. Now you're going to have some countries that basically have a, um, a very light regulatory regime that govern the Internet, and now you're going to have countries that have a very heavily uh, regulated Internet. And it's going to be very difficult for people in, in those totalitarian-dominated countries to be able to freely use the Internet without their communications being monitored or communications being blocked. Does it affect Americans contacting people in those countries? It very well could. If a uh, foreign government is limiting communication, then people that might be communicating with people in the United States or other countries that are talking about pro-democracy movements, their communication could very well be cut off. Anything that could be done about it now? At this point, I'm, you know, it's, un- it's unclear. It's going to be very difficult if, uh, if these foreign governments adopt basically strong controls over the, over the Internet based using the cover of the um, International Communications Union and the, under the guise of this, this World Conference on International Telecommunication. It's going to be very difficult to prevent them from undoing or putting in whatever controls they, they put in place. We need to be, continue to be vocal and we need to be transparent about what has happened there. I believe that uh, we keep the pressure on, and we do our best to try to reverse what this, this convention uh, has adopted. There are ways to achieve Internet security, and I am concerned about security, but we can do it without stifling communication.
no one should be deluded into thinking that, that what was achieved here is stronger levels of cybersecurity. I believe this was an attempt to put unacceptable controls on the Internet. You know, it's really the first of many attempts to stifle freedom. And I want to commend the State Department, as well as other Western governments, who in firm and belief and in, in fight for democracy, that uh, we were not going to go quietly about this. We were not going to just let it pass without vociferous opposition. So I'm very pleased in how the State Department has handled this issue. Thank you, Congressman. Thank you very much, Eric. I've been speaking with House Cybersecurity Caucus Co-Chair Jim Langevin for Information Security Media Group and GovInfo Security. I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.